0: why do you need to be your own advocate stay tuned to find out okay here's the question how are we dark horses you know the ones everyone is betting against the ones they don't expect to win place or even show on the track and they'll even laugh on us when we talk about trying how do we show the world our greatness and triumph Come on, Well, that's the question. And this podcast will give you the answers. This is the Dark Horse Entrepreneur. Oh, yeah. My name is Tracy Brinkman. Push it push it what is up? What is up? What is up, my Dark Horse friends and family? Welcome back to your weekly dose of superpower learning. I'm your Dark Horse host, Tracy Brinkman. And you, well that my friend, is infinitely more important. You are or a driven entrepreneur, or one in the making. Either way, you're here because you're ready to start, restart, kickstart, and just start leveling up with some great personal marketing or business tips and results in order to build that beautiful business of yours into the empire it absolutely deserves to be. Oh, man, you know, I always say big episode for you today, but you know what? I'm not going to say that today because today we have a very special episode for you. Today, Sam Mitchell is going to be sharing why it's a superpower, not a debility. He's going to talk about why we need to be able to see the world in our own way and why that's a great thing. He's going to talk about becoming an expert in a couple of things and so much more. You are going to learn some amazing things from this amazing young young man plus i'm going to let you in on next week's interview episode guest who is the ceo of terminus media and they are a faith and family entertainment company as per usual the dark horse corrals are chock full of personal business and marketing g-o-l-d spilling from every corner of the dark horse entrepreneur hq so let's get to the starting gates and go Alrighty, my dark horse friends and family. Like I just said, you know what? Let's step back here for a second. You know, on this show, I have spoken to business stars, music stars, rock and roll stars, even movie stars. But today, I think it's going to be my first time speaking to a superstar. You see, Sam has made it to the top 10 of the People's Choice Podcast Awards. He placed second in the state of Indiana for the JAG Entrepreneurship Project, was selected as the best business at the CEO trade show in Indiana, and has had tremendous guests on his show, and is one of the top 200 podcasts in all of Canada. All that as a recent high school graduate. Oh, and did I forget to mention... Sam is autistic. Sam is on a mission to take the stigma out of autism and show people that he is not broken and therefore embracing autism. Sam is not ashamed and wants to be the voice for those with autism and other disabilities. His podcast is helping him change the world just a little bit at a time. Sam, at the end of the day, wants to be the voice for those who do not have one. Now that, my friends, is a superstar if I've ever heard one. All right, my man Sam, welcome to the Dark Horse Entrepreneur. Man, how you all doing today? I'm all right. I'm fine. We got uh, Sam's mom Gina is uh, hanging out with us today as well. Hi, everybody.
1: Hey. Uh, thanks for having us. Uh,
0: absolutely, my pleasure. And so Sam, uh, actually, uh, like I was mentioning earlier, the thing I like to do first is hush my mouth and let you tell your story. However much you want to tell, the good, the bad, the ugly, the, that brought you to where you are today and why you like doing what you do so much.
2: Okay, well, there's a long story behind that. So yes, I am Sam. Um, I do run a podcast. It's called Autism Rocks and Rolls and it's about autism and how we cope with daily struggles that you may or may not understand and I started after I joined my high school's media club and I loved it so much that after I during high school I decided to start my own podcast because Thundercast got a little stale here and I still I did it for, I still did it but I want to add some non-to I want to add some to play and we add Autism Rocks and Rolls but also it's been a long journey for me I've been diagnosed since I was four yeah, you'll tell about yeah. a little
1: bit. Okay. so um, yeah like we said I'm Gina I'm Sam's mom um, yeah Sam was diagnosed with autism when he was four. Um, he, we kind of suspected, um, I've been a teacher and educator for about 17 years. So I uh, had had some kids in my class of all different abilities. So I, it was by no means trained in autism. And, and, and but I'm still not I mean, I a nice child on the autism spectrum, but mm-hmm. I don't consider myself a, a, an expert. You know, we just kind of did what worked for us. Right. Um, but anyway, he, I kind of suspected it just because of some of the behaviors he was having, hated loud noises. He hated his routine messed up. Um, he played with his toys and like, a very sophisticated way, which was really cool mm-hmm. he was sorting things and it, there was just it was kind of classic textbook things going on um so uh, we basically put him in a preschool a special education preschool just so the teacher kind of watch him and tell us what he thought and he very quickly said he's probably on the spectrum we should probably have it evaluate so we did and it came back that he was you know on the spectrum and so you know it's been he's not ni- he's almost 19 now college bound but it's taken a village
0: <laughs> to get it he,
1: he's really responsible for it he's worked really hard but it's taken a village to uh, to kind of get Sam
0: absolutely and, and for those that are listening that that don't know I'm lucky enough that I have an amazing wife who's been in the special ed education system most of her scholastic career and uh, you know so I've been exposed and, and, and experienced the amazing people that you know that she gets to touch uh, but for those that don't know you know maybe just share a little bit about what autism is in general and maybe you know Sam's uh, experiences it
2: um so yeah autism is like a neurodevelopmental disorder where they struggle with it's one of the most interesting disabilities I think but- based on studies of my own mm-hmm. self in my opinion because it's so different it, they up with social cues and there's so many levels there's the lower functioning there's the higher functioning aspect of it and that's just interesting to me everywhere in between mm-hmm. I mean it's just different forms and it's just so impressive what people on the spectrum can do
1: yeah to kind of piggyback off that uh, that we kind of get it like that and have um, I think there's lots of reasons why Sam's so successful there's not just one because he is um, but we've always looked at it as okay this is brain wire, and when you were born you were in my you were born, this is high brainwired mm-hmm. I, I have a brain wiring. We have never really dated as disability. Um, we, we recognize that he has autism. It is what it is, and that's what definition is with um, with you know with brain wiring. Uh, but we just we always look, you know it's Sam with Sam, and this is mm-hmm. all the tools, all kids, resources to be successful. So I don't know if that just kind of helped him because mm-hmm. had expectations and you know so um, yeah that's yeah. We, we gave him kind of everything that he needed you know to be
0: successful. And I think brain wiring is probably the, probably about the easiest way for anyone that hasn't experienced it to to. Explain it. It's like they just. I. I think and maybe Sam can can share on this. Have a different way of. I don't know seeing things, experiencing the world around you. Is that a great way to explain it?
2: Yeah, you're not wrong there. I do experience the world a little differently. I do see things a little differently from anyone else, and I don't like it. I love it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. I know yeah. the the folks that I that I have encountered that have the same uh, situation. They usually are very focused on some aspect of their world, whatever it is. It could be a type of car. It could be podcasting. It could be computers, but that's their world and they really zone in on that. Do you have something that you tend to zone in on, Sam?
2: This. Is it. Is it really answer. podcasting? One answer and uh, what else? Is Anything hanging out with friends, really. That's, uh, that's teenagers. And professional wrestling. <laughs> and oh. wrestling WWE wrestling. Uh, nice. You know how most people
1: that are on the spectrum are kind of a genius in some mm-hmm. because the brainwreck. That is that Sam has met a lot of people through his journey and through his business. Um, but like for example, he has a, a really good friend, uh, Armand Williams, who is an NASCAR driver, mm-hmm. and he has autism. And he I guess when he was growing up, his thing was uh race cars. So it mm-hmm. was matchbox. And now he's a professional driver. Um, Sam has another friend, a who knows everything about every world Series mm-hmm. in baseball. So Sam knows everything about wrestling. And there's that's no exaggeration. You could ask him from
2: nineteen eighty five and beyond. That's beyond past that though, I don't know much. Yeah. Because I wasn't born yet I can't find anything
1: about that. But he studied but
2: that's he, awesome. You
0: know,
1: that's his thing. I mean, most people on the spectrum have their thing. Right.
0: <laughs> do you, do you enjoy uh, going to the wrestling events or just watching them or what kind of resonates with you when it comes to the wrestling beat?
2: If we go if we go to wrestling shows, the only condition I have is you better give me some good seats. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm going to watch it from the screen. That's no, just that's,
0: that's, that's because really
2: I idea. can't see. Sometimes has got a big blob and I'm like, and I'm like, okay, this we've is ridiculous. I'm like, I'm watching this. Honestly, if you can watch this. Right? Yeah. yeah.
1: The closed seats are so expensive. So we get yeah. to purchase like right there, but we've been, we've, we've taken, got like good seats. Though. We've taken them several times and it's like middle of the yeah, it's yeah. like Yeah,
2: it's like from the front row and then I remember that my favorite was, um, was the front row and then there's
0: railing, there were two seats back. Yeah. Th- those were those were good. Cool. Yeah. I was lucky enough, uh, and uh, probably about 15, 20 years ago, I was a production director and we did a um, a WWE tour with the what they knew as the Divas back then. And uh, we planned their whole tour for the Divas and I got to go to WWE headquarters and meet Triple H and a number of the folks. And here's what I found, and you probably know this already, all those guys and gals are super awesome right they really appreciate their fans 100%
2: I would say I would say most not oh, I read online or some adult huh. <laughs> <I like laughs> it. all the ones I met how about that <laughs> Look, yeah I know I'm telling you and I get an interview um, um for speaking of that I get a, I met um Mick Foley two years ago oh
0: nice at, on
2: a, in a toy pit shop really oh, in and then I decided that um I was going to try to get my podcast there's a lot of behind the scenes stuff which all she can tell in a minute
0: but I get to interview Mick oh, next nice. month nice that's going to be exciting you got a whole bunch your questions all lined up for him I bet already huh oh I got
2: those on yeah. one at a time yeah. you don't know how I'm going to do it yeah. <laughs> all I got 30 minutes with him is the sad part ah. he
1: became well his uh, his speech, his uh, booking, booking agent his booking agent is Jake Snake Robert's dog oh
0: ah, okay uh,
1: we Sam is in a network um, that it's the Mental Health Radio Network with Kristen Walker they've mm-hmm. been really really good to Sam he joined that network and there's a wrestling podcast in the network the ANC podcast mm-hmm. with Andrew Campbell and Chili Lily and they contacted me and said who's Sam's favorite wrestler and I told them and they pulled some strings and it. Nice. Um, yeah. It's a scene. And Mick that's came on cool. Zoom call and everybody cheered and screamed. And <laughs>
2: that's going
0: to be very, that's going to be super exciting.
2: <laughs> no, it, it's already exciting once. Now you get excited to chat for a minute for a little bit at yeah. least. Right. I think i right. can make this one more conversational though. Oh yeah. Not do, like, big interview questions. Yeah. That's
0: awesome. So I think those, uh, for me, I, I really enjoyed the conversations because then you get mm-hmm. to find out more about their personality and who they are off stage more so than just on stage, right? Yeah. Yeah,
1: sure. So some of my favorite podcasts that Sam has done, because I was getting, to listen to them before he publishes like and my dad listens to and his grandpa so he's got some critiquers like people that well you're the editor yeah I edit <laughs> my dad my he calls me the critiquer because
2: um, I want a viewer's perspective <laughs> but
1: yeah yeah so but th- some of my most favorite ones are the ones that are more yeah rather than a
2: script like a strict script I and, like. I like, and I don't like I mean I try to make them a little conversational but I have to have so that's what yeah, you do good what's your what's
0: your favorite thing about podcasting Sam
2: editing <laughs> really <laughs> yeah you know, it was fun getting all audacity getting rid of the ums the ands when technology works then it's fun when it acts like idiots not Enjoy, most enjoyable thing alive.
0: I know, and it seems like most. I use I use Audacity to edit myself, and it seems like this recent update with Audacity, it, it, it's gotten a little clunkier. It's running a little slower. Have you noticed that? No,
2: it keeps kicking me to the beginning for some reason. Really, that's weird. I start trying to, try to edit, and then it'll be like, "Holy, cool. I'm like, I didn't realize I'm like." Really? <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, he likes. It. I think it's stepping what he because like, most people don't like to edit but mm-hmm. He loves to make podcasts, but then he loves to edit it. Um, mm-hmm. But I think it's just perfecting and mm-hmm. being a step back and say, "Look at what I just produced, like what I did." So he, I think, really. Liked yeah. So
0: what, what what kind of drew you towards the podcast? I know you mentioned uh, the uh, the media class in high school. What kind of drew you towards this medium?
2: Um, well, it was the fact that it was something new as a small group. I'm not like a big group guy. I mean, mm-hmm. like if I'm going to do something, I'd rather be, if I'm going to learn something, i rather be in a small group. So gotcha. that was really kind of cool. Definitely. But the fact that I was addicting to it probably was, because I think it, it reminded me of something I did while I'm not remember this. Remember Eastern Green Middle School News? You remember that? Yeah. I remember, it reminded me of that because middle school, they just think called EGMS News. Is where I was like school.
1: Yeah, you did like that, and right? I love that
2: so much. Mm-hmm. And I did. So I I didn't, I didn't work it unfortunately because I was young at the time and didn't have a lot of things for fifth graders out of school apparently. <laughs> so that's what. It, so that's what it was. It was kind of like the Eastern Green Middle School Club, but just like audio.
1: What did you like about podcasting versus oh
2: the Audien. oh because is too complicated. This was
1: it, it. Almost like clicked. Like when he comes down here in his studio, it's just like he, it, it clicked so quick. Whenever he started podcasting, it's just amazing what he was able to, to under. And, and that's kind of another thing with autism is people that. That are on the spectrum, the things that they struggle with, they really struggle. Yeah. with. Mm-hmm. And the things that they are really good at, they're exceptionally good. And it's just kind of like a roller coaster process, yeah. Um, right? Yeah. yeah,
2: but that's where it came from. Was after that middle school. So yeah, I, can't you did. I, I you remember, remember that. that. Yeah, that's
0: pretty cool. Nice. So I-, I know you have this message that you like. You you're trying to get out there that you're not broken. You're. I, I don't even want to say that you're different, but you know, I think we're all different, right? When it comes to your message, what is it you want everyone to walk away hearing from you? You're now listening to to the Dark Horse Entrepreneur Podcast.
2: I want to show everyone that I'm not broken I'm not even fixed, and I do not need to be and I'm fine in society I mean society may not agree with that but who cares what society wants at this point in life I think we've had a tough year I think everyone's almost at that point that point. Mm-hmm. and so the so really it's what's the problem with being autistic in America or in society not one, right <laughs>
1: no but well and, and you know so many people that you talk to kind of from a parent's perspective you know I've I mean throughout the years I've never really heard anybody say yes I have a problem you know with people in spectrum. I've never mm-hmm. heard anybody say that but it's the it's the stigma. It's the negativity that still is there. Yeah. You know, you'll see, you'll see ads that say, we can cure autism. And I'm like, why are we doing why that? Why does that?
2: autism need to be cured? Yeah, like, thank you. Yeah, why are absolutely. We
1: why are we, if we hear, if we, and I here it isn't even the correct term, but if it took autism away from people, well, you should take away electricity because, you know, invent, most inventors probably had autism. Hmm. Uh, the people that work in Silicon Valley with cell phones and with technology, I would say 95% of them have autism. Uh, oh. I, so it's almost like why are we even doing that? Like, why are we even talking about taking it away? I've right. never said. Yeah, Yeah. No, but the whole society still. Sits yeah. Like, yeah. i got
2: to ask, do you have any comparisons with Duck Dynasty, by chance?
0: <laughs> I <laughs> do I, not. I, I actually, I actually have reached out to uh, the, one of the main characters, the husband on Duck Dynasty to try and get him to come on the show. I'm well, hoping the beard will, will lure him in. My
2: friend loves Duck Dynasty. That's why yeah. I, I thought of it. <laughs> that's great. That's
0: awesome. Don't no, no, worry. We that's...
2: had a friend who looks like the Black Panther. Yes. Nice. Yes.
1: he. We met him through some Network. The
2: whole time I was looking at him, I just could not think of anything. Except this is—he is, was the black man with a lazy eye. Honestly, <laughs> good guy though. He's awesome. My mom awesome. loves Black Panther too. Yeah,
0: he was—he was quite an actor. He was—I just found out a, a cool little tidbit about him uh, just the other day. That when he graduated high school and he was making his way to college, he wanted to go to this elite acting college. I believe it was on the East Coast, Boston or something like that. And through some sort of series of connections, Denzel Washington found out about his skills and paid for this guy's tuition without even meeting him. He just like, here, I'm going to go do this, pay for his tuition. And uh, that's why when he was at the premiere of the Black Panther, he thanked Denzel Washington before yeah. his, for his contributions to his career. It was yeah, I almost.
1: actually, there was a, oh, it was like a lifetime achievement award for Denzel Washington. They had mm-hmm. this big show, this big alley. I remember the Black Panther being a huge part yeah.
2: of them. when I read you that news? And I first thought it was fake.
1: Yeah, Black Panther is my favorite Marvel character. So when he passed away, I was like, yeah. When
2: yeah. I, read, I read it on Snatch. I thought, no, this ain't right. This is of media. Then I looked well, up. I knew he had
1: been sick.
2: Yeah, but then I looked it. I'm like, oh, he really did die. Yeah. Okay, mom's not gonna be thrilled with this. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> sad. So,
0: so Sam, I know you're uh, you're running a business on top of the podcast. What kind of services are you offering to those that are interested?
2: Yeah, Uh podcast coaching sessions for sure. So if you need help with can coach you on how to make it better and how to get started. Uh Public speaking. I'm trying my best again. The public speaking It's being a pain though. Have you have how far have you gotten with that? I mean, it's it's,
1: it's, it's going. It's just, going now. Yeah. Okay, it's, that's it's
2: awesome. I mean, I yeah. Mean, like, I'm just
1: asking. It's yeah, <laughs> no, he really, really, the podcast coaching definitely is a service that people have been purchasing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really cool. You know, he and I together have written some curriculum um, on that. So that's definitely something that, um, you know, Sam really likes to is to teach other people what works for him. Uh, and then, yeah, yeah the, uh, the motivational speaking, you know, Sam has a story to tell. Yeah. He really wants it to needs tell to, be <laughs> so totally, to be heard.
0: Absolutely. I totally, I totally agree with that. Do you, you know, I'm going to ask a random question here. Do you think it's fear of the unknown that makes people shy away or maybe have their preconceived opinions about those with uh, a different ability?
1: I I do. I think that people get comfortable in who they want to talk to, who they mm-hmm. want to hang out with. Which that's everybody's right. I mean, you, yeah, sure. you, know, you are you are drawn to people that have the same interests as you, the same um, the same personality as you. But I just think I just think sometimes if, you know, like somebody who's on the spectrum says something that they think, oh, that's different. Mm-hmm. They're uncomfortable. Maybe it's just so many people on the spectrum don't get time. They yeah. don't they don't get the chances. And and it's just so-
2: It's aggravating. It's,
1: it's aggravating for Sam. It's aggravating for me to have to- You, you know, have to
2: make your opportunities. Here's the deal. And this is going to sound awful, but it's true. If you're a teenager who's autistic in this type of role as of today, you got to make your own opportunities. People aren't going to give it to you. A
1: lot of times they do. Yeah,
2: and it's sad, but that's the truth. Yeah. I mean, you got to make them yourself. Yeah. You got
1: to be your- You have to be your best. At, um, Sam, you know, he's had so many people behind him. You know, he's. You know, we're all very close as far as family goes. But Sam, I mean, Sam has really spoken up himself you know, a lot and advocate for himself. Yeah, it's got me in trouble
2: sometimes, but, <laughs> it was, well, but it comes from a strong hearted family with a big head. <laughs> we, well, we're all, yeah.
0: I think that's a lesson all of us can learn, right? To speak up for ourselves, mm-hmm. um, 100%. I think there's a number of folks out there that are being walked on by, you know, maybe even loved ones, right? To, you know, work or whatever it is, speaking up for yourself is, is pretty huge. And, you know, and, and I, be, I don't want to use the phrase inclusive because it seems like it's overused anymore all these right. days, but certainly be willing to look at others and Say you know what he's kind of awesome.
1: Exactly, and, and I I think that the word inclusiveness and, and I I don't think he use that enough. Um, I actually. Uh, about, show him, yeah, yeah, show yeah about a month ago. Go ahead, like, sure, show I them. have I got a tattoo on my leg, and it's a. I'll just. Go.
2: It's a, <laughs> a
1: the flower and the stem says include because nice. that's such a huge. least well,
2: you Show your arm. Your the, the, the
1: flower is autism colors. Mm-hmm. I just I, that's whenever Sam and I were, ta- I wanted something permanent with his podcast, and we finally said the whole point of your podcast. Is, is inclusion is like people to quit setting these people like people aside and thinking about the broken and not including right. in the workforce and yeah. in schools and in clubs. So I was like, there it is. That's what the stem of my flowers gets, is going say. So
0: I think that's a beautiful word. I think I think the best thing anyone can do is is have more than one opinion. You know, and when, and what I mean by that is by have more than one opinion brought to you because the, the more and more varied inputs that you get from different types of folks, different you know creeds, colors, religions, whatever the, the the more uh, I think you're able to build off that. Does that make sense? Yeah,
1: absolutely. I, uh, and I think a lot of your podcast says, you know, let's just all be respectful. What What is it that you always say at the end of the podcast? And then what do you say? What should be? Successful? Oh, that? Yeah.
2: Be nice and don't be stupid. Don't.
1: Yeah, he, he would always say be nice and don't be stupid. And I, we would hang up and I would be like, God damn, that sounds so harsh. But then when I thought about it, that would solve the world's problems. <laughs> if people were nice and quit being stupid. That He's right.
0: He's absolutely right. Don't be stupid. Because some of the <laughs> things, some one of the things that people are doing is just plain stupid. I'm with yeah. you, Sam, 100. 100. And
1: unkind, just not nice. Well, I mean, it's, like, I'm
2: trying to like it's okay to act stupid kiddingly, but gosh, don't be too stupid. But serious. not at the
1: expense of someone. At, not not to. And that's as a teacher, that's what I try to tell the kids: is I give them a hard time, and
2: I yeah, she does the shoot and break her back.
1: I I <laughs> I act silly around the kids, and I you know am sarcastic and I make fun of them, but I'm never malicious. Right. I'm never like I just give them a hard time, and that's, that's the huge
2: difference. Oh, it's funny though, it is funny. When I make fun. Is there trouble in paradise?
1: Yeah,
2: yeah, I've... she's made fun of the kids when they're dating before. <laughs> <laughs> I think
0: you
2: did great,
0: though. <laughs> All right, Sam. So, here's what I want to ask you a lot of the folks that will be listening will be uh entrepreneurs already or folks about ready to start their entrepreneurial journey. What piece of advice would you give them? Go
2: for it, honestly. There's nothing else you can do with entrepreneurship, you just got to go for it. Out of the way I've learned it with my lives now, with other lives, with other entrepreneurs, no matter what you if you got a vision, go for it. If you want to sell tea for letting Heck, sell your tea. So
1: just, yeah, just do it. Like just, and that's, yeah. yeah, that's, and then I've heard him say that so many times. Sam started with $70. Just don't,
2: just don't in, sell anything illegal. That's yeah. all I'm, I'm <laughs> <talking>. <laughs> He
1: started with $70 in a, a, a PayPal account. That's what he had. That's Wanna what You want to do a crop
0: business? Do a crop business. Yeah,
1: just, you got to go for it. The worst thing that can happen is it will
0: That's right, right? And, and you can always start the next vision. Who cares? <laughs> they you heard it from Sam himself. Just go for it. Sam and Gina, I definitely appreciate you coming on and hanging out with us. Um, I probably want to loop back with you maybe in you know four or six months or so and see what what's going on. Does that sound yeah, like a plan? Sure. Absolutely. 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 Now, that- anyone, anyone's looking for any podcast coaching, be sure you check out Sam. Uh, if you're looking for a public speaker, be sure to reach out to Sam. And Sam, if we want if they want to check you out for podcast coaching or public speaking or any of the other things you have going on, where do we want to send them?
2: Well, the first thing you can find is you find my website so on www.autismrocksandrolls.com Guys, that everything that's where you'll find the public speaking and the sponsorship and merchandise as well but you can but to hear me out on just like an episode in general you can find me on podbean spotify youtube pandora iHeartRadio, listen notes basically any major media platform except anchor you can't be out Anchor yet. well we, <laughs> just,
1: we, we, we do honest. we do podbean instead yes. gotcha <laughs> right
0: on all right i definitely appreciate you both sam gina so much thank you so much yes Let's of course it. thank you all right there you go my dark horse friends and family sam mitchell And his wonderful mother, Gina, dropping some amazing high-powered brain-wiring bombs on us. What resonated with you? hmm? What did you take away from today's chit-chat? Here's a couple of thoughts I walked away with. One, it's not a debility. It's a superpower. See, Sam took what he was given, what was given to him, and he used it as his superpower. Look. We've all heard the whole quote, your mess is your message mantra, right? And, and yeah, it can be. But be like Sam. Do not focus so much on your mess. That way it might end up becoming your debility. Sam is a rock star through and through. He saw a gap in high school and he went in there and he filled it. He was not concerned with whatever you or I might call as an obstacle that he had to overcome. He just went after it And he did it, plain and simple. Seriously, how many of us have silly little things in our lives that we've let become an obstacle, no scratch that, an excuse for why we can't do this or can't achieve that? You know what I say? I say when I want to grow up, I want to be like Sam. I want to get it done my way. Thought number two, see the world your way. Sam sees the world differently than you and I. So what? I mean, if you think about it, each and every one of us sees the world differently. I mean, due to your upbringing, the area you lived in, your past experiences, etc., etc., etc. Here's a great example. Let's imagine that you and I were both walking along, say, a city block. And we come to this wooden fence. Maybe there's construction going on on the other side. Who knows? Both of us being the curious types that we are we decide to peek through the only two knot holes that are in that fence. Now, these two knot holes are like 20 feet away. Yours is 20 feet away from mine, okay? Mine is maybe 12 inches off the ground, and yours is, I don't know, 36 inches off the ground. When you peek through your knot hole, you see a black and white tail swishing back and forth, and then there's this awful smell of poo, okay? Meanwhile, 20 feet away, I'm looking through my knot hole, and I see a big, wet, pink nose, and suddenly it's lapped over by this huge tongue. Yeah, sometimes they would burrow in there. Anyway, it's so cute. Maybe it even makes me giggle, right? Here's the thing. You and I were both looking at a cow, but given how I described it and what you saw versus what I saw, do you think your experience of that exact same cow at the exact same moment was different than mine? Well, of course it was, right? Right? You and I are getting a completely different perspective. And here's the thing. We were only 20 feet apart. Now imagine that being the case for the experiences of our lives. 20 miles apart, 20 cities apart, two decades or 20 years apart, right? A lifetime apart. See the world your way. You know, and here's the thing. Seeing the world your way doesn't make it right or wrong, just makes it your perspective be like sam do what you what you want do what you see and don't just like it love it and thought number three become an expert sam like so many of us focus in focuses in i mean he has a focus and he has turned that focus into his expertise Sam, as you recall, placed his focus in really two areas of expertise. His podcast, Autism Rocks and Rolls, and the WWE. And I can't remember exactly what year uh, going forward from the WWE, he, he clarified. But clearly, he's amazing at both. And you could hear the passion whenever he talked about it coming out of him, right? He has even been able to combine those two in his upcoming interview with a WWE superstar on his show. Now, take a huge lesson from Sam here. Zero in on your expertise. Stop being a jack of all trades. Become an expert in one, or like Sam, two things. You wanna be that expert that when someone asks a friend of yours, about one of those two things. They go, oh, wait a minute. I know exactly who can help you with that. And then they give you, give them your name. Once you have your foot in the door with them, you can dazzle them with all your other skills that are not quite expert level, right? They're not quite your core expertise, but you're still really good at them. You know, so you could use all those other skills to enhance their experience of your core expertise with you, right? And really, that's how you build a business, isn't it? All right. Now, what ideas did you come away with? What inspiring thoughts or tips resonated with you from Sam and his awesome mom, Gina? Whatever they were, write them down. Take some time as soon as you can and write them down. And then, yeah, get out there and put them into action. Get out there. Run your race. Get your results and he, and it, I want to hear about them. Let me know about them. I'll even share them with Sam so he, he can know how much you inspired him. He, seriously, email me, tracy at darkhorseschooling.com. Share with me the tips or ideas that you came away with, how you put them into action, and what results that you gained from them. Heck, maybe we'll even bring you on the show and let you share how Sam inspired you. All right, now next week, as I mentioned earlier, we're going to be talking to Mark Stansel. Mark Stansel is the CEO of Terminus Media, which is a faith and family-friendly entertainment company focused on producing graphic novels, animations, and film. Mark is also the author of Shift, Platypus vs. Monkey, and a soon-to-be-released title called Ascension from Terminus Media. You're going to want to check these out. These are pretty cool spins on age-old tales we've all heard. Now, I know you want to keep getting all these valuable tips and inspirational stories from the amazing superstar guests like Sam. I'm lucky enough to bring onto this podcast. So please go on down there, hit that subscribe button. And while you're there, drop us a five-star rating. Tell us how much Sam rocked your world and write us a quick review. That's how you tell them, right? Uh, And of course, do not keep all this entrepreneurial G-O-L-D all to yourself. Share this podcast with other entrepreneurs and business owners you feel will get value from it. And with that, I'm going to leave you as I always do. Think successfully, and take action. Thank you for listening to the Dark Horse Entrepreneur Podcast. And you know this. Thanks for tuning in. Check us out at www.darkhorseschooling.com. All right. My name is Tracy Brinkman.